see, this is why we, we have, is it just because I've said we haven't started now? Everybody's all like, oh, we haven't started. Maybe we have started. We don't even know, Dan, because there's we no, we really don't know. There's, there's nothing no, happening. there's, there is no structure to my universe anymore because of you. Look, man, look, man, fuck the universe. All right. Oh, okay. I listen, think I know where we're starting. Listen, man, <laughs> here's what I'll say about the neat turquoise uniforms. I don't give a fuck. I want a championship. People need to stop with the uniform talk, man. But you can they're have an this, opinion on it. They're getting the purple sunburst back. I, I, I thought people would be happy about that, but then that's not enough. People got to like shit on these fucking bomb pop uniforms they're going to wear too. You're going to wear them like five times a season, man. Just, you know. They're blue raspberry. And we also don't know the official like... We don't know that they that's the official video. look yet because they haven't officially released it, right? True. But hold on. I mean, okay. Look, Dan, we get it. You want a championship. We all want a championship. We get it. You don't like fun. But I love fun. Okay, I just don't Paul. Give a Paul, shit about uniforms. We don't need to be hurtful. Dan Thank loves you. fun. We know Dan loves fun. We've he seen didn't Dan like have the Mighty fun. Ducks. You've seen me have fun because the Mighty Ducks movie sucked ass. Let's not go there again. It was Lord. fun. <laughs> you didn't make it to D2, which is the pinnacle of Mighty Ducks. So anyway, back to my point. You're going to hate this episode. You can still, though, have an opinion. Right. And, and you're, I mean, you have to have some sort of opinion beyond I don't care about jerseys. Look, if the um, Suns get look, it, the, if, the, if it means a championship, the Suns can run out there in their, in their, under ruse. I don't know why I called them that. But if, they can. If, if the Suns uniforms were as shitty as the Jazz New uniforms and this was the year we won the championship, would you be pissed about that? Because yeah. all the pictures. Hold shit. on. What, Paul? Don't ask ridiculous <laughs> questions. Okay. Dan, do you do you like them or not? If if gun to your head, I don't care about uniforms is not an answer. Do you like them or not? I, I'm just Yes. Um, they're fine. Uh, I, I like the orange ones more. You guys hated the orange ones. I actually really like the orange ones. Um, I'm interested to see if there's a court that comes with those uniforms. Like, yeah, there's got to be a court because like these, those look would look horrible. Well, you know what like I'm the current current on the main sense court. Yeah, but you know what I'm you know what I'm thinking and you know what I'm hoping is that they get a court for the fucking uh, the vintage the throwback ones. Remember the one where the sun bursts in the middle of like a oh, giant circle. Like, cool. like, dude, they should they should just go full old school and like for one game bust out the 25th anniversary floor with like the logos and everything. I mean, do, oh, do, do you remember when the well that'd be sweet? Hold on, hold on. That'd be <laughs> like I'm assuming that floor exists somewhere still. I I'm guessing that's how some of the suns are like, well, we don't need that. Let's just trash it, right? That would be festive. Probably I mean, at Robert Sarkin's I mean, house. Also, I mean, you could probably also not. Out of the question that you could just remake that. Yes, that also would be an option. But I think, like, you know, for nostalgia purposes, it'd be kind of fun to be like, this is the actual one. But then you look at it and it's all like disheveled and crappy and, you Woods know, probably crack. No. Probably play against the Lakers and Anthony Davis will get hurt on it. But, you know, if it's past game six of the season, he'll be hurt already. So maybe it won't be an issue. Anyway. Or Zion create a sinkhole. <laughs> just look at all the Phoenix falls into it. It would be terrible. Anyway. So you're curious if, a, I mean, I would assume a court's going to come along with it because there's a court with a valet. I mean, I think it's pretty consistent across the NBA, right? The city additions yeah. kind of come with courts. So 
presumably there will be one, but I'm, I'm interested on your take. So you, you're just obviously not a fan of the color then, right? Because if you like the orange and you, you, you like the orange more, the only right. real difference is, is, is a change in color, yeah. which I can't fault you for saying you don't like it because of the change in color, because I'm saying the same thing. I didn't like the orange jerseys and I like these. I do. Right. And I mean, uh, the, the thing with the orange, well, I mean, I get, I know that teal is part of, you know, the, the color Arizona, you know, state colors and all that stuff. Um, and I get turquoise, that. But a lot of turquoise, turquoise in Sedona. Right. 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 Like Gilbert Ortega stores that are across the street from each other. Do they? Does it really? Seems terribly unnecessary. Like, Although tra- cross traffic, cross traffic can be difficult there. So, I feel like they're they remind me too much of the Miami, the Miami uh, Vice City, Miami Vice Vice City, Miami Vice uh, jerseys. Okay. I mean that's so. No, I mean I can't I can't I can't I'm not going to fault anybody for drawing the comparison because yeah. it's there. But okay, I, I I do get annoyed though at the people who are like this these jerseys can't be anything other than purple, like the main colors of the suns. You can't go outside that. I'm like, every team's gone outside their main yeah. colors. I mean, as long as it's well done. I mean, yeah. the, the, the low suns jerseys were all black. Yeah. A couple of years ago, those were, those were just fine. Well, and, I mean, and, yeah. and look, we, we've even, uh, uh, B B D before Daniel on this podcast, you know, Paul, remember the low Suns jerseys when that was the Suns City Edition jerseys? Yeah. We had talked about how we felt, you know, because all, all the teams for, for you know, a period had the low whatever jerseys, right? Yeah. Felt it was, look, I get what they're trying to do with the, with, the, with the Hispanic culture and everything of Phoenix and Arizona, but it seemed kind of lazy. Like, you can do more to embrace that than just do what's already been done, right? Right. So, you get the you get the you get the valley, and that's obviously a great change that everybody liked. And and I like that they're going back to something that connects with 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 the state itself. And and of course the valley does, but but mm. the color, the, the tie-in of the color turquoise. Look, I I'm I when I was in high school, we would make jokes about and like I just did about like how how there was a ridiculous number of turquoise stores in Sedona. Uh, don't, don't ask why that was a joke of mine in high school. It was, but it's, it's, it's but still a it's, joke of mine. Yeah. It, obviously it's something <laughs> that it has deep roots here. And look, what do we talk about? What do a lot of people talk about when it comes to sports in Arizona? Arizona is a transient state. That's just the way it is. I mean, Paul, you're not born here. Nope. Dan, you're born here. I'm born here, but the born in Mexico learn something new every day, folks. Just kidding. Man. I was born here. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. You son of I a was bitch. born in Mexico. I was made in Mexico, uh, but I was born here. Oh. I was made in Mexico. So under current Congrats law. on the sex. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> so anyway, it's so, it's so with cool. again with, with Arizona being a transient state, it's it's nice to have something that you know connects with the state itself, regardless of, of the people, right? Does that sure. does that make sense? That makes sense. Oh, if 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 the intention here is this is the city edition, this is supposed to represent. I don't think people should complain about the colors purple and orange not being there, because right. that no, color resonates definitely. with the state. Just because purple and orange are traditional Suns colors doesn't mean if you're going city edition, you can't go outside the box and do that. And like Paul pointed out, a lot of teams are. Look, I love them. If assuming they're a rendition 
of what we've been seeing. You got to think that they are. I, I I'll embrace it. I I'm, I'm looking forward to it now. I'm not, I, I, I bought Valley jerseys. I'm not a guy that wears a lot of jerseys. I'll wear a jersey to a son's game. Sometimes, you know, if, if it's lucky enough, it depends if the jersey's being good. I don't know that I'm going to buy one of these. I'll buy a hat. I'll buy a hat of that color. A shirtsy. Maybe a shirtsy. I don't know. Who knows? I'll probably it's, end up buying. Watch, I'm gonna end up buying like seven jerseys. I'm like, oops, my bad. <laughs> like, I got what the I, whole starting lineup. <laughs> what I will, what I will say, and what I hope people can actually embrace is, look, man, people. Yes, I'm gonna say, look, man, now every single time, just to fuck <laughs> with Justin. Um, the same people that are like, ah, you suck, and like are like killing it. I'm like, you're the same people that are bitching about the Cardinals jerseys being like the same and mundane and you know they suck they gotta get new jerseys at least give it to the nba man they, they keep shit fresh i mean you get a new look every year every couple of years so just roll with it man if you don't like this one you, you'll probably like the next one yeah and you know I, I never really got on board with or fully understood the problem people had with nfl teams not turning over jerseys or not there's not a whole lot to them, generally. I mean, you, you get the changes, sure. I mean, Paul, Paul, you and I were were not quote unquote Cardinal fans. I root for them, but we, we we're, we're Charger fans, right? The Chargers have fantastic uniforms, and they always have, and they go through different ones. But I'm never all that stoked about new ones because there's not a whole lot of change. It's always kind of you know little intricacies. I really like the Cardinals helmets that they put out recently. I love yeah, that little that 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 the the red red sparkles that are in it i think that will be a yeah, pretty sweet like, little highlight when, when those when when, yeah and even when those when when those helmets came out people, oh that's lazy and i'm like jesus man what do you what do you want do you want new shit or not like like i don't know speaking of uniforms let me read something for you it's a little quote change is inevitable growth is optional I believe it's time for a change. I want to continue growing. End quote. Will Jay Crowder be in a Suns uniform next season, boys? Because if you're not familiar, that was a tweet that Jay Crowder sent out on. I, I think he shoots Tuesday. dreads. I I, I thought he did not, though, because he posted a picture on Instagram like two days ago. Well, 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 this was Buster yesterday. Rhymes was in a video with fake dreads after he shaved his head because he didn't want to announce it. Oh, until Jimmy his, Butler his has extensions. I, yeah, yeah. I can thought, we talk about that? <laughs> I thought Why? I thought you were reading. I thought you were reading the lyrics from Tupac's Changes song. Is it? Maybe it is. I feel like somebody would have. I thought you were gonna be, right? and then I thought I, I thought you're gonna end it with like, but still I see no changes. And then you're gonna see his racist faces. Let's not do this because we can go all night. That's what she said. Should we read into this? First of all, Dan, yes or no? Um, it's August 3rd. So yeah. Paul, yes or no? To be different, I'm going to say no. Actually, I don't really. Yeah. Don't do it to be different. I I feel like Paul was going to say, actually, I don't care. I feel like that's what he was going to say. No, I, I, I don't think, I don't think we should read into it too much. Unless it drops tomorrow, but unless yeah, we should, we unless we should, and until we have to, we there's should. A good, there's a, there's a fantastic Paul answer right there. 
Yes. Paul, yes or no? Probably no. not, but maybe no. if something happens, <laughs> then it's, it's a definite maybe. Great. I might. This is fun. Dude, I love, I love these nights recording with you guys. <laughs> so, okay, hold on. I, 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 Dan, if you'll, if you'll allow me to give Paul the floor first, because I need to hear what Paul has to say about whether we should or should not, maybe, maybe not read into this if something does or does not happen. Paul, talk to me about Jay Crowder's tweet. I don't think we need to read into it. I mean, you get, there's a, do do we read into what Kyrie says? Because his shit's like off the rails and like, he's a flat earther. No. Yeah. But Kyrie's a dumbass. Well, yeah, that's that's, like, it's a a tame, it's a tame version of like a Kyrie type of tweet. It's kind of how I look at it. It's like, I feel like this is insulting to Jay Crowder right now. I think it is too. Cause I feel like Kyrie puts shit out there, but if he, if he doesn't want to leave, he probably wants to leave now. Cause he's going to hear this and he'd be like, some fucking Phoenix Suns podcaster compared me to Kyrie. Yeah, I'm done with this city. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> You're welcome. Anyway, go on. I, I think there's just there's a lot of and we you see it with in this time of year. I mean, you saw it with uh, with, with Jalen Brown when he he got upset when his team leaked the the where when somebody leaked the story about how they offered him for KD. Um, it's just the nature. Somebody. Of the I wonder who that was. It's it's just one of those fucking Sean Marks. Sean Marks. <laughs> it's just what, dude. It's it's 2022, man. I think you have to, right? Especially with what we've seen lately. I mean, it's it's how these guys communicate. Whether it be a tweet, whether it be an Instagram post, whether it be scrubbing your Instagram of everything to do with your team. Like it's just that's just how it is. I mean, if you guys remember, like I don't know when was it three like when the when the kd news broke or even before it had broken that he wanted out people were like looking into him you know he just followed Devin booker and you know book's brother and jay crowder and he followed mikhail and can't like he followed all these sons players and then he stopped following this play it's just the nature of the beast man and being so accessible to people people are going to read into it regardless and i think we kind of have just have to roll with it like you can't read into everything and case in point, I, I, and this is me. I'm not Jay Crowder. Obviously, I have like 500 followers. Like I said something the other day on Twitter, and people were like, "Holy shit! Does this mean the KD's happening? Or like, does what does this mean? What do you know?" Yeah, were like, you talking about a Diamondbacks game? Yeah, I'm like, guys, I don't know shit. I promise you, I don't know anything. <laughs> but you know, I, I don't know. What do you think, Justin? You think this is a much to do about nothing, or do you think he's I I personally think his days are numbered, not because Jay's not a good player, but because we have Cam Johnson and Jay's an expiring. So, like, I don't see him on the team past this season if he does stay. I think ultimately, though, he's going to be in that package to bring KD back. I'll say this first. I'm, I'm just scrolling through Jay Crowder's Twitter handle. You know, this guy, he literally only tweets in all caps. Yes. Like, yeah. I feel like I've never noticed that before. Maybe, maybe I just always see it i'm like oh he's excited but jay's just always excited that's okay look i i I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say you can't read into it because i think you got this time of year with everything that's going around you have to read into it 
That being That's why said, I said it's August fourth, so August third. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we have to. That that being said, I, I I'm not also. It's not outside the question that Jay Crowder is just kind of fucking with people, right? I mean, kind of seems like something Jay might do. I mean, he made fuck Jay Crowder shirts, okay? Maybe he's getting a little bored with the offseason, too. Now, what do I really think it means? Jay Crowder's always, he, he wants to improve. I, I don't think it means anything about his status with the team. I really don't. Outside of, he wants to improve himself as a basketball player. And whether that's with the Suns or not, time will tell. But I, 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 I don't think that the type of change he's talking about is, is directly related to him. That's my opinion. But I also don't think he's going to be on the team. I just don't think he's saying anything right now about it. That's all. And, right. you know, and as, I mean- as, as I was scrolling through, I mean, I was scrolling through his Twitter June 4th. 2022 so this year he tweeted out they love you hate you and love you all over again right i don't know what he's talking about there i don't know if there was a particular game that i would have jay says stuff right does that mean did that mean there he's like oh gosh people they're so fickle i i don't like this team like no dude like let's not read into tweets too much okay take it with a grain of salt is what take it with a grain of salt where did that originate It's, like pr- it's something that Justin would know. I do it, not know, but now I'm interested. It's probably in one of those things that, like, there's a second half to it that, like, got chopped off and c- com- uh, completely changed the meaning of it. Like, That's definitely not what happened, but I appreciate the creativity. What if it means, not, not the grain of salt thing. Sorry, I was reading Jay's tweet again because I'm like, I don't know that I believe anything that I just said. I'm not going to lie. Um <laughs> There's a lot of discussion last year about who should be starting between him and Cam, right? The team is what it is right now. Let's assume that this is related to the team. Do you think it could have anything to do with the Suns telling him, look, we're, we're going to start working Cam into that starting position this year? I mean, yeah. And, and, and it could, you know, the thing is, is, you know, Jay Crowder, you can't under understate his, his importance to this team and to the teams he's always been on. I mean, he went to the finals, what, two straight years, um wait three was it three straight years because then wasn't he with the Cavs that the year before i don't think he was on the team by the time they went to the finals i think he got traded for something that year yeah because it it, it was ugly like him and lebron don't get along i wonder what you don't say uh but yeah i mean he went to the finals with the cavaliers he went to the finals with um obviously the the Suns and then the miami heat the year prior um, so he, I mean, he may think he's still, and, and he is, I mean, Jake Crowder is a really, he's a starter on a championship level team. I mean, let's just call it how it is. And if they're moving towards Cam Johnson starting and he's like, well, I'm, I'm going to be reduced to this bench role. It's not like it's going to be a six man. That's going to come in and, and be a burst of, of, of offense. You know, it, it that's right. just not who he is. He's a streaky player and he might kind of see the writing on the wall. He's like, well, if I can't, you know, start and and you know you know get hot early get in a rhythm early you know play good defense am i better off somewhere else or am i better off with the team who's gonna maybe give me an extension because let's be real the suns aren't going to extend jade crowder 
Uh, I mean, it's just when you have Cam Johnson waiting in the wings, you're just not going to do that. I mean, you might bring him back, like if he was willing to come back after next season on a smaller Smaller scale contract or a one-year deal or something like that. Great, but and and I don't blame him for thinking this, but he can probably offer more to another team. Like he he just because Jay Crowder is a he's a solid basketball player. If 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 this team runs back in the form it is next year, I, I I think a serious discussion has to be had about how those roles look. Now, I think part of the discussion, exactly what you said and what you uh, agreed with, Paul, and that is Jay doesn't his game doesn't res, doesn't doesn't lend itself to the come off the bench, provide you know eight minute you know seven minute burst with some offensive. He's more of the long guy, right? his extended minutes, his, his energy, his defense throughout the game, his leadership, et cetera. Um, and when you look at his stat line though, too, um, his, he slipped off last year, right. Compared to how he, he looked in the, in the finals run year. Uh, and, and Cam Johnson's doing nothing but improving. So at a certain point in time, fit be damned, you have to look at, does it make sense to, to, to have, to have cam and and maybe saying fit be damned is an overstatement because obviously you can't just completely ignore that, but does the value that can be added by adding cam to the starting lineup make up for whatever potential you lose from Jay, because it's not fitting into the mold of his game as well, coming off the bench like that. And I guess that leads into the question too, is if we do run it back as is, do you change the starting lineup if you're if you're Monty, you guys? Do you do you switch it around and move Cam in there uh, and move move Jay out or move somebody else out? I don't know. Uh, or or do you run it back as is if we're again running it back for all intents and purposes if that's how things play out? Personally, I would leave Jay in as the starter, but I think you I'd claw back his minutes and give those minutes to Cam, and you know maybe Cam's the guy at the end of the game who's playing. You know, but I do like the balance of having Cam coming off the bench because he is a more dynamic scorer, you know, and granted, I'll be interested to see, you know, at this, assuming we run it back, just playing in a world that let's say we run it back with the team that we currently have, we've got 14 signed players plus two, uh, um, two ways. So we've got one spot available. You know, yeah, let's just let's just bring Kevin Durant in just into that one spot, you know, not give up anything else. <laughs> you know, I don't know how I don't know how you, the cap mechanics of that work, but, you know, just let him get bought out by the Nets. And then he signs the minimum deal, you know, comes over. <laughs> but, that'd be something. you know, that'd be something. <laughs> but in like a realistic world, like assuming that this, the Suns run it back with the team that is currently on the roster. I would keep Jay in as a starter with Cam coming off the bench. I'm interested to see what Sarge brings to the team. Um, now coming back on the court, I think he'll help campaign. I think a lot of people think that'll help kind of take a little bit of burden off of him, uh, campaign to do what he does well, which also, you know, helps Cam Johnson do well, et cetera. So I'll be interested to see how that all goes. But that was my opinion is I would keep Jay as a starter, just claw his minutes back and give more of those to Cam. Fair answer, Daniel. I mean, I'd be all, I'm, I'm all for putting Cam in the, in the starting lineup as long as we get somebody else who can create their own shot to come off the bench. Um, 
because I mean, if you think about it right now, Cam Johnson's a perfect six man. I mean, you know, whether you want it to be campaign or Cam Johnson um, off the bench, you know, first, or whether it's both of them coming in at the same time, Cam Johnson's perfect because he can, I mean, he can shoot the three, he can create a little bit off the dribble, even though some would say that that's probably one of his weak points. Um, I feel like he gets a, sometimes he gets, that, that's a, that's a unfair, yeah, that's an unfair uh, uh, description of how he plays. But if you're, I mean, you already have firepower in that starting lineup with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Aiden. I don't think you need Cam Johnson to start unless you have somebody that's already that's on the bench that's ready to come off and create their own shot and and take that take that uh primary scoring role off the bench. I guess you could say. And I, I don't think Jay Crowder's that. I think they would have to bring somebody else from outside the organization in. Yeah, and I, I'm. I'll agree with Paul. I, I think it makes the most sense to, if we run it back, leave the lineup as, as, as is, but, but claw back some of those minutes and, and give some of those, those, you know, crunch time minutes to, to cam, which I, I think we started seeing particularly before, before he went down with that injury last year already. Um, I mean, yeah, dude, games. cam was playing out of his fucking mind before that quad injury. Right. Well, you guys remember that that Knicks game? That Knicks game was Justin. You were at that game, I believe. Like, that, oh, I remember it. That game oh, was I remember it. That was yeah. I mean, that was that was when he was on that. He was like I said, he was on a run where he, was, he had been playing well, and he obviously played phenomenal that game, and then was out for a month after that because of the injury he suffered in that game. Right? Wasn't about a yeah, month? Yeah, because yeah, I believe yeah he start he was starting because Jay Crowder was hurt. Right? He had an ankle. He turned his ankle or something like that, and that's what got him to play more. That's why he was playing more minutes. And I believe that particular Knicks game, I think I think they had a few players out because Devin Booker was out. I think that was when he had COVID. Um, so, yeah, so that, you know, he's obviously he can step into that role if need be. And I think another another thing to think about, too, is contract wise. I mean, you got to you're going to start thinking about extending Cam Johnson here soon, you know, unless he's a part of a bigger trade. So they might, they might feel that pain, you know, a bench player, 18 million plus dollars a year. That's might not be the best way to utilize that player. They might want them to start and, and, you know, give them those, give them as much minutes as possible, but who knows, man. Yeah. So speaking of that, of that Knicks game, right. In the five games preceding that, Cam went for 14, 21, 15, 23, and 20. And then in that Knicks game had 38. He started three of those games. Uh, so there was a period, but he didn't start the Knicks game. So over that short stretch right there, I mean, he was averaging 22 points a game. Um, and I, I don't think he was ever the same after he missed that time and came back. And I don't know if it has as much to do with the injury itself as much as it had to do with missing the time and having to come back right at that stretch run and what have you. It's, it's, it's tough to miss that, that, that period of time, especially it's a leg injury, right? So it's not like he could keep his conditioning and do all of that stuff, keep working out regularly while he had it. Um, but anyway, I, 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 I love Cam and I think obviously it's going to be inevitable. If he's going to be on this team long-term, he is going to be starting at some point, uh, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, Dan, that, you can't really do that until you have more, more scoring prowess off the bench, but ultimately 
That was a fun exercise in the hypothetical world that will not exist because we're still going to get KD, so it's all good. But, Paul, you brought up an interesting phrase during that little segment. I, I would say it's probably one of the my favorite phrases, just in general, particularly on Fanning the Flames, and that is two-way. Because we got a couple oh, yeah? of two-ways, don't we? Don't we? we? It's unsigned two-ways. And what is two-ways equal, boys? Please tell me you know. Championships. Two ways equals titles, baby. Two ways equals <laughs> titles. So people can stop complaining about the Suns not having two-way players because now and we have... back to complaining the fact we that we don't have a G League team. Oh my God. Hey, but you know what's beautiful? They're, they're, they're going to complain that Ish didn't get a full contract. Is we have that, two two-way I'm players. I'm surprised I didn't see more of that. We have two two-way players that... Old. They don't need the G League. And what we could use them for is to actually be brought bodies that can be useful practice situations games whatever right so obviously we know the suns re-signed ish i don't mean, do you re-sign him to a two-way contract whatever right signed ish to a two-way contract we can talk a little about ish but let's talk about the new guy first right Dwayne washington jr so i don't know how much you guys know about Dwayne, but i'll give you i'll give I, you a, I just wasn't a question all right go but I'll give you a little rundown. <laughs> so Dwayne Washington Jr., 6'3 shooting guard from Ohio State, or as they like to call it, the, the Ohio State Ohio University. State. And I say that only out of respect to our buddy Johnny Bravo because I hate saying that. Undrafted in 2021, played for the Pacers last year. 48 games, I believe. I didn't write this down, but at least started six or seven. 20 minutes a game about 10 points a game, only shot 40.5% overall, but did shoot 37.7% from three. And in a bit of poetic justice, was released by the Pacers <laughs> in hopes of making enough space to sign DeAndre Ayton. Well, in order to make enough space to sign DeAndre Ayton to a offer sheet, which we know what happened there. And and now yes, back, and, and he comes back and ends up with the Suns. So... That's a little rundown of Dwayne Washington Jr. I got a couple of other tidbits that I pulled up, but I don't. I wanted to hear if you guys have any thoughts about him, if your familiarity is with him at all before uh, you know hearing that he had signed with the Suns, or what maybe you've learned since then. If anything, if nothing, just continue looking at me with blank stares. Oh, there it is. Okay, oh, Dan said um, so something. Uh, I mean, uh, I think this is James Jones's fuck you to, to Pacers. He, this is just James Jones trolling the Pacers. And, uh, we're gonna no, but in all seriousness, um, I have seen that he has ties to Devin Booker and his family. Uh, apparently, they both come from the same area. Um, yep. And also very, I wouldn't say very close, but I'm saying they have familiarity with Booker and his family. Um so, I mean, why not, right? Uh, who, who else is going to sign to a two-way contract? If you're going to take a flyer, you're gonna, you should take a flyer on a kid that was drafted, undrafted two years ago, and last year was his rookie season. Two-way contracts should be reserved for those players because that's when you find the diamond in the rough. Like, Ish, Ish Wainwright, especially if we end up trading for KD and our bench starts to, we you know, we get rid of some of our depth. I feel like Ish Wainwright's going to play a huge role in – on this team next season like i can see him in that pj tucker 
um, type role there where he's just a, a you know, a four, a, a small ball five that can grab some rebounds, hit corner threes. I mean, I, I feel like that was his biggest improvement last season. Yep. Um, I don't have the numbers to back it up, guys. I'm not one of those analytic people who stares at that shit all the time. But I just remembering the games that he played, it seemed like he was he hit the corner three very well, especially on a couple. I think it was a game against San Antonio where he had a huge fourth quarter. He ended up with like 26, 23 points uh, for the game, and they ended up coming back and 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 winning that game. So I feel like that's a that spot. I mean, if you're not going to, I mean, because I believe the Suns have one roster spot open now, one full yeah. roster spot. Yep. Which, I mean, they still have the the mid level exception, the small one, right? The six and a half million one or something like that. No, so I don't, probably, they may have the, I think they have the biannual. Uh, I, they have one of those exceptions. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know which one it is, but they're probably saving the, saving it for that. I mean, if the KD trade actually, yeah. And getting back. So I don't think that's much to worry about, but I can certainly see them converting that two-way into a full contract either. I don't know if there's like a CBA waiting period where you have to, they have to play a certain amount of games before you can do that, but I can see that happening, man. I mean, it happened last season when they signed them to a full contract for the playoffs. Yeah. So, I, I wonder if there's a wink and a nod thing here of like, we want to make sure you're part of the team, but with all the moving parts right now, we don't want to get you scooped up. So here's, here's the bare minimum. Here's your two way. If we, if we don't end up doing a KD trade, that 15th spot is yours. That's why we're not filling it in, but we need to keep it open until that gets figured out. And then, you know, we'll probably going to need to fill roster spots and we'll convert you then. So I just feel like it's a way to keep him in the system with the intent of in some way, shape or form, he will get that 15th spot. It's just, they're basically playing chess. Right. So Dan Ish Wainwright last season on corner threes. Guess, guess the percentage. 37.7%. 42. How dare you two sell the man short? 46. 44.8%. Now, 29 attempts, small sample size, of course, but still, to your point, that's that, w- that was the second best percentage on the team from the corner for anybody that took more than, well, okay, he, he didn't take a lot. So, well, more than two. How about that? Who's first? <laughs> first DA? was, who'd you say? DA? N- no. Corner? That's right. He always takes it for the top of the key. Yeah. No. Well, actually, he he's technically second. If anybody with more than four attempts, Aaron Holiday was second on the team, two for four. First on the team was Justin Jackson, one for one. How about that? Okay. So if we go beyond that, I forgot he was on the team. Yeah, me too. Anybody (laughs) who took, you know, attempts that you might remember, Cam Johnson, 46%. 69 for 150 on the year. Then Ish is right, nice. right behind him. Two fucking Cam uh, Johnson. Behind him. And this is a pretty good fall off too. 40.7% Jay Crowder. And then Mikhail right behind 39.4. So, but anyway, point being Ish has a corner three. Now, interesting you say that because Mr. Washington also quite, quite uh, akin to the corner three. 
So I, I was reading an article. Yeah, he's the cornerman. I was reading an article on uh, GoPHNX today that uh, Gerald wrote, Gerald Bourget. And he brought up A, the uh, Booker connection, the, both families from Grand Rapids. Uh, so books known Dwayne Washington Jr., I guess, since they were kids, the, the families, like you said, Dan, are really close. He's close with the dad, et cetera. So th- those connections are there, which is, which is kind of cool. That's kind of fun, right? But on the corner three thing, right? I said earlier that uh, Washington shot 37.7% from three, right? Corner threes, he was 47.3% last year. So there's a guy, again, that can hit those threes, which we talk about what this team needed, what what we want more on the team, right? More three-point shooting. Well, there's a guy that fills that role perfectly if he gets called upon for it. And we know that he has the capability of playing in the NBA because he played significant minutes last year. Now, granted, it was for a Pacers team that wasn't great, had injuries, had turnover, et cetera, et cetera. But – can't complain about the signing, right? I think two two great pickups. I mean, if you're going to use those two-way contracts and you don't have a G League team to go develop these phenomenal two-way players and to go on to be all NBA players for multiple years, having two guys that can actually serve a purpose on a roster that's chasing a championship sounds like a fantastic move to me, right? Can, can, can you – if you sign a player to a two-way contract – and then at some point during the season, convert them to a full contract. Do you, that does that then reopen that two way contract spot that you can sign somebody else? Yeah. Or does that like? I mean, I, I say that so confidently. I don't know that, but I I don't see why it wouldn't. I mean, if you're signing them to a full contract, you're filling a roster spot that you obviously mm-hmm. have, whether that meant you let go of somebody or not. You're using it. So if 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 you're using one spot it should open up another right. spot that wasn't being used or that was being used. Right. So I would mm-hmm. think so. So I'm, I'm just wondering if it's, you know, with the, the sun's lack of interest in development for lack of a better term. Um, Ooh. they had, hmm? I don't like that. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. End of I the bench development I, or I, whatever. <laughs> I, 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 and I think I know why you, you, you do, but I, we'll put a pin in that because I want you guys yeah. to fight. Sorry. Again, I mean, no, I'm not saying debate. they don't develop their players. I'm just like, whatever. No, Paul, don't backtrack. Hey, yeah, you hey, literally hey, just said that. Hey, they're lack don't let Dan. Hey, Paul, players. Paul, Paul, just cause he's bigger than you. Don't let him bully. I said you for lack of a position. better term. Okay. Hey, we're, that's we're, like we're, saying, this is virtual. I'm not trying to be racist, can't hurt you. but I'm about to say something racist. <laughs> what? You're going to say something racist. No. Oh, what just happened? What? <laughs> it's like, was they to play devil's advocate or you know <laughs> that's a weird analogy like, no offense <laughs> but okay okay I so anyway i was just saying it seems like the sun signed two players who have played in the in the league to some extent uh, one guy that they actually have developed internally and in, but even they brought him in as an older player um and then this other guy Dwayne Washington, who he had a pretty good end of the season for the Pacers. Like if you actually look at like that last month or so, he had some pretty solid stats. Um, not like I saw someone on my Twitter feed saying, like posing the question, if he is the point guard of the future for the Suns, And I'm like, pump your brakes. Whoa. He's, <laughs> pump a, shooting, your brakes. he's a shooting guard. Right. So that's difficult. I, I, 
I know, but that's what I saw. I was like, I was like, I didn't get past pumping brakes yet. Calm down, Justin. My apologies. Sorry. But they're using it rather than, you know, taking these flyer guys who like a lot of other teams do like, Hey, maybe this guy turns into a diamond in the rough. Whereas more, it's a way to park legitimate, like potential rotation pieces while they figure out their other, other, you know, the rest of their, it's just a different way of using that contract than I think any other team has considered. Well, I mean, you could even look at the past and I mean, do you remember Jalen LeCue, Tyshawn Alexander? Yeah. Those were, like you said, that maybe these are diamond in the rough. People are still mad about Jalen LeCue. Is he even in the NBA anymore? Is he nope. in the league anymore? I don't think so. Yeah, dude. People, people on the timeline, they, Jesus Christ, they drive me nuts sometimes. Jalen LeCue, oh my, you let go of Jalen LeCue or you traded him. You let go of what's Tyshawn Alexander. I miss Archie Goodwin. Oh, Jesus <laughs> You're that one game winner that one time. He, he that one end of the game where he scored 30 point or end of this season game against the game. It was the last game of the year. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you also got to, I mean, just, just look at like, I mean, a perfect parallel, the diamondbacks. You want to talk about a team that lets players go and then they block some other places. Yeah. They got that problem. The Suns. I mean, Who's the last player they kind of just gave up on that, like, blossom? Derek Jones Jr.? Like, he won a dunk contest. Cool. He's a okay eight or nine man off the bench. Like, they're not, they're not letting go of these people, and then they're turning into stars. Like, that's that hasn't happened. I mean, unless well, there's somebody that I'm not thinking of. And and if you think about it, it makes sense considering, like I said, what the what the team's goal is, what their objective is. They want to win now, so why not use those two-way contracts effectively as extra active roster spots, even though, you know, not really active, but don't put them on a different roster elsewhere where they're going to be playing, keep them around with the team, right. And let them practice with the team and use those extra bodies. And when you look at a guy like ish, if he's willing to take a two way, I think it's brilliant to give him that two way and keep that last, last real roster spot. Uh, that we have available open just in case, because, you know, there are restrictions on who can sign those two ways based on how, how, how much uh, experience they have in the league or how far removed they are from draft day eligibility, that kind of stuff. Right. So if you can keep ish retained for the time being by having him on that two way, see if anything's out there eventually on that last roster spot. And if not, it gets converted. Fantastic. I, I mean, I think it's James Jones, like you're saying, Dan, using those spots in a way that perhaps is not conventional, but is, is absolutely spot on considering, you know, what the team wants and what the team's looking for. Right. Yeah, so welcome, I mean, welcome think- to the, welcome back and welcome gentlemen. Thanks. You know, I feel like I, 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 I want to, and I don't know why, but I, I feel like I, I I'm I'm going to develop like one of those irrational loves for for Dwayne Washington Jr. I have no basis for that, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe it's the Ohio State thing because I ha- I I actually very much despise Ohio State, and maybe it's almost like the the opposites attract. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just love this Ohio State player that that's for the Suns, or maybe. Just maybe. Late, and I'm just not making any sense. I don't know. 
I think you're making perfect sense. Just there was one other thing I wanted to talk about, and I'm not going to lie; I have not been paying attention to how long we've been going. I have no clue, gentlemen. But I've been on for like 15 minutes, dude. 15. That's it. Okay, cool. We got plenty of time left. I really don't remember what it was. So, anything else from you, gentlemen? What have we? Oh, you know what? I know what it was. I don't know if we want to talk about it or not. I'll let you decide. How all this tampering stuff going on out there? Does that move the needle for you at all? Do we want to dive into that at all? I mean, I it's funny. I guess not. It's funny. Is that it? Is that the end of it? Paul just thinks it's funny. I mean, uh, I, I don't... I have my conspiracy theory type. Why don't we first... Hold on, let's step back. Paul or Dan, either yep. one of you. Why don't we give a little 30,000 view of what the tampering investigations are that are going on out there right now? Who wants to do it? Raise your hand or just talk. Well, there's a, there's a couple, right? There's uh, Jalen Jalen Brunson, which, I mean, the Duh. The, the Knicks, the Knicks it's a hired community, the doy. <laughs> like they tampered. We know. God, come on. Yeah, yeah he, like they hired his dad to be like, hey, you're gonna, like, come on. It's Can, the old make it's it, the old college make movie. it more obvious, it. guys. You know. Um, there's that, and then the James, the the Sixers with PJ Tucker. That that all that whole thing was way too weird, and and James Harden taking less money, and that way they can sign PJ Tucker to the full mid level exception. Look, man, if, if if these hold on, if the NBA hold on, Paul, do you, do you think Dan gave an adequate enough explanation of what's going on, or would you like to chime in at all? No, that's adequate. That is okay. uh, just making excellent. sure. I want to make sure he missed any points. That's all. Also, we need to talk about Paul saying the Suns don't develop players because Dan didn't like that. Oh, should we just go back to that first? We want to talk about that first, actually. Should we change gears? No. Okay. I mean, last time I checked, the Suns went to the NBA Finals with Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Mikael Bridges, and Cam Johnson. I, I say that's pretty damn good development if you want to. And and don't give me this call. Oh, Chris Paul took him. No. Fuck you, Ryan Rosillo. All right, and I love Ryan Masillo, but Chris Paul did not come here and fix everything. That's not how it worked. Okay, this was a gradual, again, improvement is not linear. Obviously, ups and downs, but the Suns took a team that they were developing. We saw it in the bubble. We're like, man, they got something going here. They added Chris Paul to the mix, and it kind of just accelerated their uh, development. Their their ascension, I should say, or development. Sure, yeah, you could say that. So, yeah, that, that's all. That's all. But you know, I like how that turned into Dan yelling at Ryan Rosillo. Anyway. Perfect. I love Ryan Rosillo, but damn it, dude! Like, I, I, if I hear him say that one more time, Chris Paul came in here and fixed everything. No, he didn't. Stop. You also said that Devin Booker wanting out of Phoenix was the worst kept secret. So, Paul, I, I, so. I assume nope. Paul, like you, you were more along the lines of like. We don't care about bringing in super young guys for development purposes, as opposed to like we're not developing guys at all type thing. Yeah, right. Yes. Okay. We yes. can put a, we we can just squash that then, I guess, because that's not. Funny. I, I was alluding to the we don't have a G League team, yada 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 stuff, like the end of the bench, like diamond in the rough, try to find that guy. I still, that. I still don't like. I, I honestly, I don't get the point of the G League. I just don't. 
Like minor league baseball makes sense to me. It's used. Guess what? Mike Trout, he played minor league baseball. Everybody played Guess minor what? league baseball. LeBron James didn't play minor league basketball or in the G League. So I, I mean, I just like I to develop a potential. Like I, I anyway, it's all a different topic, right? We don't need to talk about it. Why, Paul? Why? Why? Why are you getting me all angry about G League teams? I wasn't the one who first brought him up. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what just happened. I feel like we were on a topic and then, oh yeah. So, okay. So tampering. I, I, my conspiracy theory with this is that, and again, I say conspiracy theory because this is kind of, you know, this is out the there. Theory you have the box that, okay. yeah. 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 Kevin Durant, four years left, wants out, right? He wants out of Brooklyn. He's got four years left on his contract. Yep. Adam Silver also came out and said that he doesn't like stuff like this. He feels like players should be more committed to the contract. Kevin Durant has been working out with Devin Booker. Kevin Durant has one team on his list of teams that he wants to go to. You guys can say what you want about Miami. It's one team. It's the Phoenix Suns. Is this maybe one of those things where like, hey, look at, check this out. You guys sure you guys want to do this? You guys sure you guys want to go down this road where Kevin Durant's only destination is he wants to go to the Phoenix Suns and he's been working out with their star player and there might be back channel conversations. And again, I don't know any of this. I know Flex is my uh, podcasting partner. I promise you, this is not anything that has to do. This is my cockamamie idea that I thought of. So I'm thinking maybe they brought this up. They threw these investigations out there to be like, hey, might want to rethink that. Might want to rethink that, Kevin Durant. But I want to rethink that Phoenix Suns. You guys want to go down this? You guys really want us to bring the hammer down? Wait, Again, so, so, far-fetched, so but, you know. that That's different because Kevin Durant's under contract and players talking with players is allowed because, I mean, that's how the freaking Heatles got together. Um, But so if, like, you know, book and – CP and whatnot, you know, connected with Durant and, you know, talk to him about joining the team and yada, yada, yada. I mean, that shit happens. It's going to happen. It always happens. I don't know if I could call that directly tampering per se. I mean, it's not like, it's not like when uh, Magic Johnson was fined for like saying, I'm not saying I want Paul George on my team, but I want Paul George on my team. On like the Tonight Show or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> See, and I get that. My my thinking is more of a threat of an investigation, a tampering investigation. I got you. Because like, hey, there's already another big investigation going on with the Suns. You guys want another one? Again, my cockamamie thought up conspiracy theory, but I just don't think there's anything. Like, I mean, I'm I. I, I would I'm I would love I would love to be on board any theory where the sun the, the Suns are you know involved in a vendetta from the NBA right because in a, in a cockamamie scheme right I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> always that has for a that. cockamamie involved I'm I'm all for <laughs> but I don't I I don't think that there's anything like Paul Paul saying anything improper about any of that going on and ultimately that's you know to 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 Adam Silver's comments right. 
none of that kind of stuff can ch- is going to change unless the NBA changes it through the next CBA, right? The NBA is going to have to try to do something where they get into that CBA, some type of provision where players can't publicly demand trades or, you know, some sort of tampering pair, a tantamount to what they have in there now, right? Some sort of tampering trade trade can't be demanded unless there's less than X number of years left on the contract or some, but but ultimately under the rules as they are, and that's why it happens. That's it's perfectly legal. I, I mean, isn't that how Chris Paul and Devin Booker got Chris Paul to Phoenix? They were the ones that wanted it to happen, right? It wasn't the GM of uh, of of the the Thunder, and it wasn't Presty Presti. and James Jones hooking up and being like, "Hey, we should talk about this trade." Uh, it was a lot the players' involvement, right? So it's 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 typical. It happens all the time. And until the NBA, I think it's that CBA change. I don't think there's anything they could investigate now. Obviously, Adam Silver said what he said because he wants to send a message, and I think that's perhaps part of exactly what I'm talking about is that that's them kind of saying, this is what's coming up. Uh, but as things stand, I don't know, but Hey, look, he has, he has authority. So he theoretically could implement uh, uh, any sort of you know, best for the league type clause. I'm sure. And say there's investigation who knows, but uh, yeah. If, well, I, I would say though, not to, not that I really want to bring up this subject, but, the, the NFL with the Deshaun Watson situation, the 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 decision was made on the number of games that he was suspended was per the person who the judge who made the decision, the ex judge. She said this this is because you set precedent for the league to go after the Suns for tampering in some way with regards to Kevin Durant saying, Hey, I want out and I want to go to this team. That's a massive change in course of how they've treated every other player who has said, Hey, I want out. And this is the list of my teams that I want to go to. It's a massive change in course to do that. And then to then do an, a tampering investigation over that, especially when you saw the shit that became new uh, Brooklyn, there's a legit reason he wants out. Hey, hey, Paul, I, I think you didn't have to, like, just completely shit on Dan's conspiracy theory. I think we both made points as to why it was probably not the case. But damn, dude, just doubling down. Now you're just chugging water like a boss. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, that's, that's, no, that's that's Oh, that's look, I, I know we're, I know we're, a, yeah. we're a strictly <laughs> audio podcast, but Paul finished that little diatribe. Picked up a gigantic, looks like a fucking thirst buster from Circle it's K. A, no, and it's, it's a uh, Harkins, Harkins, Harkins Cup. Bro. Harkins Cup. And just pounded the whole thing. That was like the manliest thing I've ever seen him do. Sad, that's sad. Wow. I thought he was going to slam it on the ground and say, hell yeah. Fucking rip <laughs> off his shirt, slam the computer closed, and we're like, whoa, what just happened? And why does he have all this happy news <laughs> behind him? Anyway... <laughs> Now I want to see that. So, okay, hold on. I care much less about the tampering in the NBA right now than did you guys see the, the was it the, the Dolphins tampering thing? Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah, that's hilarious. Did you see fucking 
the chess moves of Bill Belichick that he's the one who like basically brought it on light. I did not see that part, but I love that the Dolphins got dinged for tampering, docked draft picks for tampering that was entirely unsuccessful. Right? Correct. Because it was what? It was Tom Brady and a coach, right? Uh, Sean Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Oh, well done. Well, well done, Miami. Well done. Boys. Anything else? You know, we made it through a lot of the episode before we talked about KD. So that was that was cool. We lived in a little universe for a while where the Suns did not have KD. And then we were back to reality. Future reality, <laughs> of course, because like not present day reality. Future reality. But anything else you guys want to cover? I mean, it's been we I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I know that we didn't really we, we came in being like, we don't have a lot to talk. I just wanted to see you guys and talk to you guys. I mean, I saw you Friday, but like in this, in this medium, this is more comfortable for me. Like yeah. It. You don't like seeing us in person. It's I can weird. get up and walk Physical away from you. Weird. I can get up and walk away from you right here. And like, you don't know where I could just stand behind the computer. You don't even know, but in real life, I can't do that. Like I have to hide somewhere. That's weird. Well, I mean, I also really missed our one hour group therapy session that we have every week, the last two weeks. So of course, man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, gun, not, not guns to your head. <laughs> gun safety. Um, Next topic on fanning the flames. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's please not go there. Um, if you guys had to put a number on it, two. I'm gonna see if, if I'm to, right. Okay, go. if you guys had to guess. This uh, so-called alleged rumor slash potential meeting between Joe Sy and Kevin Durant. This that's supposed to happen this week. Tomorrow's Thursday, so it should be happening soon. If you guys had to guess, what do you think comes out of that meeting? Wait, what was the number thing? Where where, where did that go? I, I was going down one path, and then when you said two, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go. Well, I'm going to improvise. I'm going to make my answer work. You first, Paul. I, I, I'm going to be positive. I, I think that um, Durant is going to strongly reiterate to Josiah, I do not want to be here. I will make your life hell unless you get me out of here. And the only place I'm going is the Suns. Make it work. Wow. So you think Kevin Durant is going to come in that hot? At this point, why not? Okay. I mean, what, what, like, training camp's what? A month and a half away? Here's, here's, here's what I think. I think the meeting is basically him, him being Cy going, look. You want out? What can we do anything to make you not want out? And then all it takes is Kevin Durant to say no. That's effectively demanding a trade at that point, right? Yeah. And I'm talking about like demanding, demanding, not like what we've had so far. Right. I we we've said it before. It's, everybody knows it. It's it's obvious. What what needs to happen to make this happen is Kevin Durant kind of doing what you're saying, Paul. Right. Yeah. But. At the same time, I think a lot of people are of the mindset that Kevin Durant is not cut from that kind of cloth. Like he's, he'll go out yeah. there. 
He'll like, whine Kevin about Durant, stuff. He'll have 17 burner accounts, but he's not going to say, I'm not going to play. Now, this type of meeting might allow that message to get across without it having to be conveyed in that particular manner. Or maybe it is that. Maybe it, maybe it's that meeting where, you know, maybe, maybe he needs more than that no, and maybe Kevin Durant will give it to him. Um, but there's got to be, you got to think that some type of closure or at least some significant movement yeah. towards closure will come from this. Because here's the thing that can't happen. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't get out there, right? Unless they want that to be out there. I mean, I would think if you really want to keep stuff quiet like that, you can keep stuff quiet like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like Devin Booker and, and Sarver, I'm sure, hang out way more than anybody knows. We don't hear about it all the time. If they wanted to keep it quiet, they could keep it quiet, but it's out there for a reason. And they and, and, and it's not just going to quietly go away, I wouldn't think. So I think perhaps in I don't know, two days, we'll we'll, we'll get some closure two days after that meeting. Totally my answer would work. You know what else happens in like the next two days, which could throw a monkey wrench into a lot of things? The, Tell me. The LeBron James extension day. There you go, Dan. Le- LeBron James. That's up, tomorrow, by the way. Tomorrow. I knew it was, I was yet yeah, tomorrow or the day after. I, mm-hmm. So I using was using two days as a, it's coming. Not all of us are as big of LeBron fans as you, Daniel, who keep up with all of his contract deadlines. Well, Justin, if you have had been listening to the Coast to Coast podcast with Flex and I, it's important. We have we have um, a countdown. Constantly said that August fourth is a very important date. Has nothing to do with LeBron James. It's just it's just another domino that can fall. Like, just think about it. If I mean the Lakers were unwilling to include another first round pick to send Russell Westbrook to uh, Indiana so that they can clear that spot out so that they can potentially, you know, bring back Buddy Heald and all that stuff. If they are steadfast that they're not going to do that. And LeBron James is like, well, I'm not signing an extension. And now LeBron James is on an expiring contract. That changes shit. Because then you're, if you're the Lakers, you're like, are we trading LeBron James? That just throws a giant monkey wrench into everything. And it could just, it could, people can pivot, or teams could pivot. Teams could now turn their attention to LeBron James. I'm not saying the Suns will, but I'm saying it's another domino that can fall. And it could also be the potential Lakers giving into LeBron and saying, okay, we'll go get Kyrie. This is what we're going to give up. We'll do it. And the next thing you know, the Nets are like, okay, well, Kyrie's gone. Now we got to do the Durant trade. And now we're back into negotiations. Cause apparently the the look, man, the the the, the Nets are steadfast on we're not trading him. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna keep saying it just because I know you're listening for it. It keeps bugging you, and I can see it in your face, by the way. So look, man. Look, man. <laughs> I think I notice it more than you do. But you'll see that'll change. I have oh, no. that effect I'm on not people. It. No, Ember. no, Ember. you won't. But you'll notice it. Oh, I mean, I yeah. Anyway, um, 
look, man, this, look, man, this, this, this meeting <laughs> with Josiah and Kevin Durant, people have this, look, I understand that Sean Marks is trying to get the best deal out there for Kevin Durant. Right. And Joe Sy, I know he's the owner of the Nets, but you got to remember that this, that owning an NBA franchise is an investment, right? So Sean Marks might have one idea, but Joe Sy might be like, hey, I just want this cash cow that is an NBA team because let's be real. He's, it's a cash cow. If you own an NBA team, it's a cash cow. So there are so many Sarver like, you know, jokes in here right now for so many people that are not on oh, this podcast. Oh, oh, I'm just oh, like, I'm, I'm imagining people listening, just being like, somebody's got to say something. Right. And I'm just like, mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, dude, I'm over all the stupid ass jokes. Um, so Josiah might just be like, you know what? I, whatever, like trade them, like just get it done. Cause from what I've heard, Josiah is, he's not really around. He has a lot of business dealings overseas where he's, he's a businessman. He doesn't, he's not, he's not Mark Cuban, right. Where he's balls deep in his fucking NBA franchise and everything revolves around that. I don't think he cares as much as other NBA owners. Speaking of, so he might just be like, Durant might be like, look, man, you got to get me out of here. Trade me. I just want to go to Phoenix. And Joseph might be like, whatever, dude, I, I got bigger shit to worry about. You know, I love the Nets adamantly taking the position that they're not going to trade him. But if they were so adamant, so steadfast in that mindset, he would not be meeting with Kevin Durant, right? Like, what are they going to meet for? Just going to be like, hey, I just wanted to uh, tell you again. You're stuck here. We're not so trading you. Get, see you. Have together. a good day. Thanks for coming down. Like, no, dude. Like, come on. They also wouldn't keep constantly leaking out all these potential trades that they got months ago. If I told you that the Suns would be guaranteed to win two championships in a row and at least, at least five total throughout the rest of your lifetime, would you give up your pinky finger? On your left hand. Fuck yeah. I would give you both. Hold on, stop. Hold on. We'll work up. Paul. You're going to give me five? (laughs) Throughout the rest of your life, yes. Dude, I would have given up one of my nuts. Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So much for working our way up. That was kind of the end of it, but I would think. Maybe not. Both. Paul, would you give up your pinky? I really got to think about that one. Wait, hold on, Paul. No, you you can't think about it. Jesus Christ, dude. No. You're a terrible fan. All yes. right. Well, anyway, that's all I have this episode. You guys Five have championships? You're selfish. Bro, you don't need your pinky. I know I'm selfish. I'll give you my fucking left hand, dude. Wait, why? The yeah, entire why, hand. Hold on. Let's talk about why Paul's pinky is so important now. Paul, why is your pinky so important? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk about something really quickly. What have we learned? What have we learned? Somebody, somebody name 
a more passionate Suns fan than Daniel Duarte. Because I will say this, would I allow, yes, I would, but I don't think I would answer that quickly. I would at least pause. Or that vigorously. <laughs> yeah. Dan was like almost stoked. Like I got worried he might've cut it off already thinking like it was an actual promise somehow. Then I'm like, oh boy. I do have a cigar cutter right next to me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. So anyway. I don't know where where we are, where we we've been, but this was a fun episode. I missed you guys. I miss chopping it up. I can't wait for basketball season to start. And Paul's the one that's usually so excited about stuff in the future, and he can't wait for things. But say I'm going to say it. I I desperately need basketball back. Yeah, because baseball sucks. And and guys, <laughs> like I'm I'm starting to fill that void with work, and I I'm just not stopping, and I it's I, 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 it's going to break me. So please, please basketball, hurry back. And thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys. Well, listening. just look at it this way, Justin. If you fill that void with work, that means you're going to have more money to spend once basketball is here. Yeah, and think about all the money I saved on tickets to the conference finals and finals last year. So it's really, you know, this is a big win for me. Fantastic. Cool. Thanks, I'm still Paul. paying for 2021. So. <laughs> Tim Tompkins is still paying for 2018. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys listening. I'm not even going to tell you where you can find us after Paul said that. I don't want to be found. And depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or a good evening. Those late night drives that we used to take